Welcome to The Empowered Place, a place for amazing souls like you to stop playing small and start playing big. I'm your host, Tracy, and I truly believe that vulnerability can and will heal the world. On this podcast, we encourage anyone and everyone to share their stories and let their heart be heard. Whether it's through solo episodes, guest interviews, or coaching calls with courageous clients, we hope every episode will leave you feeling empowered and ready to create your life on your own terms. Here, we don't give away our power. Here, we become empowered. I am so happy to be sitting here with you today recording this intro and sharing this episode. It has been quite some time since I released a podcast episode. And you're probably wondering, <laughs> where have I been? Well, in complete honesty, I've been with myself. <laughs> You're probably listening to that and being like, oh, what a crock of shit, Tracy. What do you mean you've been with yourself? <laughs> like, hear me out. I have, the last over the last three weeks or so, I have been through a lot of stuff. And my body received these experiences as too much, too fast, and too soon. For starters, I got COVID. And um, I was pretty much sick in bed for about 10 days straight. So I was moving through that and just very physically exhausted and incapable of really doing much for myself besides whipping up a quick, you know, meal, barely a meal, really, it was mainly soup. And then taking multiple cold showers a day and that was really what my days looked like and uh you know just there was so much time in bed to just heal um physically and so I was watching a lot of you know Netflix catching up on Stranger Things season four which was absurd as always and um I don't know if anybody else watches Bridgerton on Netflix shout out if you watch Bridgerton just like it's one of those shows where you don't fully understand what's going on and at the same time you just can't stop watching like or actually more so there are so many moments of that show that bore me to tears <laughs> and yet there's something about it that I just I can't stop watching it probably has to do with the fact that it's a period piece and there's some light-hearted comedy behind it as well and I'm really into um I guess you would call it dramedies and so add that with a period piece and you pretty much have me hooked <laughs> so I was watching a lot of that um and just had a lot of time on my hands a lot of time and space to be with my thoughts and feelings and just a lot of shame and limiting beliefs that have held me back for a very, very long time. And so I had the space and time to sit with all of that and work through it. But I ended up booking two coaching calls for myself to receive support 
because I was really, really moving through some stuff. And I've gotten through to the other side, and honestly, I, I feel better. I feel better, but not just better, I feel better than ever. I feel, literally, it's like so weird. Um, I feel like a brand new person in the best way. And I feel like I'm able to move in a much more clearer direction. Um, when you get still enough <laughs> and you get present enough in your body, even if a physical sickness forces you to do so, you do tend to receive more clarity. Um, and with that clarity comes um, taking aligned action. If you choose to do so, if you choose to actually create really impactful change in your life, you know, it's one thing to have clarity and it's another to actually take action on that clarity. Um, so I started doing that and, you know, right as I was just recovering from being sick, um, like a day or so after when I was really starting to feel better and my test came back negative, I had a pretty super scary interaction with uh, a prior roommate, the roommate I was living with, that just completely f flipped out on me. Um, it was a very hostile environment to be in, and um, it came out of nowhere. It wasn't anything that, you know, I was expecting, and I just honestly was so stunned so scared and my nervous system was like this is not a safe and healthy environment to be in and so <clears throat> um i was originally planning on moving out a month later anyway but after this event happened um i was like you know what there's no reason why i can't move a month sooner than originally planned this is this is not a good place for me to be in so I had to like quickly think on my feet. First I had to like regulate myself, first and foremost, that's so very important. Move through emotions, regulate, and then take action. And so after regulating my nervous system, I started taking an action and finding Airbnbs to, you know, transition into, which I am in right now. I'm in Sacramento which is three and a half hours from where I was last living. But um, I do feel a lot more safe here. It's much more um, harmonious, clean, super clean environment and just very comfortable. So um, I'm in a great spot and I'm exactly where I need to be, just like I've always been exactly where I needed to be. And moving through that, right after COVID and, you know, having to find a place quick to move to after a really shocking event and just <laughs> recovering from all that my body was experiencing, I just really had to give myself more grace with all the work I was doing, with um, just the podcast, really, and giving myself grace in the and the space to know that I can always come back to it. And that, you know, if you're a dedicated listener and you really appreciate the show, you'll be here and you'll understand why. 
so thank you. Thank you so, so much for being here, and I appreciate you immensely, and I'm so happy you're here. Today is another coaching call, and this one was so much fun to do with my client. So you're going to hear Sarah today. Coming into the session, Sarah found it difficult to be intimate with her friends and family, to be fully expressed within herself unapologetically. That's what she truly desires. And so we explored that. And it was a really fun session to explore because I had her do an embodiment practice. I had her really just kind of lead the session because Sarah truly had so much self-awareness already. And so this episode that you're going to be listening in on today, this coaching call, is a divine example of what it truly means to hold space for someone. So as the coach, I was really just holding space for her. And what that means is allowing the person to be fully expressed in everything they're processing without judgment, without, you know, needing to fix, without giving advice, like none of that. And just being a loving witness for someone in their process. So you'll notice how she really did most of the talking. I was there holding space. I asked a few questions for her to really, you know, dig her teeth into and 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 reflect on to find her own answers and she did really quickly because she felt that I was there with her that I was fully present and that she was seen and heard and really that is sometimes all it takes for someone to really open up and to truly be just be vulnerable even if it's scary even if it's difficult. So as you're listening in today, consider these questions for yourself. Do you find it difficult to let people see you in your fullest expression? What are the ways you can create safety and intimacy within yourself? And what is your relationship with vulnerability? Thank you so much, Sarah, for sharing your heart and letting your truth be heard. It is medicine to many out there. Singing. It sounds like singing is bringing you quite some joy right now. Yeah, uh, just lots of joy and really I'm loving, I'm loving the grounding mixed with the expression of of the act of singing and really feeling that whole it I guess it feels like a chain reaction within my body um I don't think I expected it to feel as activating as it does and it just makes me so curious but I'm not sure I know what I'm curious to Right, because you mentioned that you're doing the singing to find your voice, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and well, I'm also curious too because 
it's not so much about finding your voice as it's building your voice, right? Because you already have a voice, mm. but you're just learning how to feel safe in utilizing it. Oh, yes. So what's, what's coming up for you when I say that? Yeah, that makes, like, it just, damn, it makes so much sense, actually, because I have felt very expressed in so many ways, but definitely coming into, like, the last three months of my life, it just, it felt like there had been a cap to that expression, and I'm starting to feel through, you know, all the growth work and stuff like that, that there is so much more that's possible in terms of expression. And I'm, and when you said like, build it, you know, build your voice. It just made so much sense because I do feel very much so that I'm in a building phase of life and I wonder how building my voice like I mean just such a nice dovetail yeah so this is really fun because you're in the beginning stages of curiosity of wonder of exploration so we get to explore that a little bit more Right. Because right now, when you're talking about the singing, it's like really lighting you up. Like I can feel it from you. Mm. And yeah, go ahead. It really lights me up and it also terrifies me. Like I've never sung and I, and I don't really have a particular goal. Like I've told my, my instructor, my teacher, you know, like, I just want to sing. I want to sing and feel joyful and have confidence when I sing, you know, to be able to start belting out a song around people that's not my family and, you know, have some level of confidence that I'm on key and on note and that I'm, you know, not butchering it. Um, so, so there's definitely a real nervousness in this first stage of coming into taking voice lessons where I feel really awkward as I'm doing, doing the, you know, all the, all the exercises or as I'm singing, I just, you know, there's those moments of resonance when you really feel like the whole chain reaction happening. And then there's those moments of like real awkwardness where um, I really feel like it's in its infancy. And there's something about it being also fairly intimate in front of other people. Okay, this is so beautiful that you brought that up. You know why? Yeah. Because on tell the me tail why. end of my last conversation. Yeah. Which, yeah. About so, you getting more comfortable being intimate with people. Yeah. 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 And that and that's been a real like that's been really big for me of just like not knowing how to delineate um like what normal 
comfort levels are and like normal intimacy levels are with people that um like in non-sexual ways just uh really being fully embodied in front of people that i'm not incredibly close with so what's that fear there what's that fear of you being your full expression and like in just so intimate with people in being that vulnerable they just see all of of you yeah just feel like I don't have my walls up and what does vulnerability mean to you right now in your life hmm Hmm. I think vulnerability means having the the safety to fully express myself, my authentic self to its full capacity. And I've been realizing um, over the last year or two, just how much more I can create that safety within myself. Um, There's some element of external safety too, but just really allowing myself to feel safe enough in my own knowledge and understanding of myself Mm-hmm. that I can just I can fully express and not feel like uh, I'm, I'm giving someone ammunition to judge or hurt or you know use against me in any way what it is that I'm putting out there that I get to put out all of me and still remain in control of of how that exists exactly right because a lot of people are uncomfortable with vulnerability right so if you're showing that you're you want to be vulnerable with someone and have that safe space but they're not receptive to that Mm -hmm. you have to know in yourself that you still got you Mm -hmm. to to know that vulnerability is so beautiful and it's powerful right Mm -hmm. So like holding firm that, that intention of like vulnerability is safe for me, no matter how someone receives it. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. So I'm, I'm curious if I could ask you, what does, um, what does creating safety in your body look like for you right now? Really just checking in, like checking. Checking in on myself regularly because things are happening throughout the day, just like, you know, hand on heart, just mm-hmm. check in, like, how do I feel? Are there any sensations happening in my body as this is happening? Like, do I feel scared or on edge or agitated or do I feel great? Um, 
really, which really is sending the message to myself that uh, I'll, I'll keep showing up for me. And that is, is huge, has been a huge shift and lesson because um, for so long, my programming really, really was, I want you to show up for me. And the rewrite has been, I show up for me first, and then I show up for others. And that has been a profound rewrite in my world. And I think it's only just starting to really like, I think it's only just starting to have the rubber meet the road. It's like a race car where it's like that happened and the wheels were just like, but I feel like (laughs) the tires have started to like stick and I'm starting to feel like the acceleration forward from it. Like where it's like the people in my life have gotten the message And I think that, and I think the people in my life are also like realizing potentially just how, how that can kind of work for them too. Like, you know, check in with yourself. Wow. You do it. Yeah. 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 That's been, that's been a huge rewrite and it's been a huge game changer on like worth and Mm self-confidence, which is which has probably given me the confidence to finally say, yeah, I'd like some voice lessons, you know? Yeah. You see how everything ties together in life? Like how you do one thing in life is how you do another thing. And then it's just all synchronistic. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I'm seeing you in this. This is so fun. I'm so excited for you. Thank you. I'm really enjoying the adventure of the exploration of it. I think I've kind of moved past the expecting everything to fall into line. There's still a part of me that like waits for the big like topple, but there's also the part of me that really just knows that, um, that could possibly just be really old programming too. And that there's an equal likelihood that they'll just be like waverings where we're like, you know, I start to talk and just catch it sooner or something. Tell me what the big topple is. What does that look like for you that you're like always on the edge about? You're kind of waiting for it, it sounds like. Life has always been kind of that like struggle to kind of keep on top of the search for happiness, I guess, or the search for um, it to feel good, I guess. Mm -hmm. And Things do feel really good right now. And so there's this, you know, life has often gone in waves where it's like, it's going good, it's going bad, it's going good, it's going bad, it's going good, it's going bad. 
And yet I also know that in those iterations of life, there was no reference of my internal world. Like it was all externally validated. Mm -hmm. And so it feels very, very foreign to feel joy, to feel an acceptance of where I am and an excitement about where I'm going. But that old programming is kind of there going, yeah, but the fall, the fall. Could you be, could you be okay with the fact that life isn't always going to be happy all the time? Life isn't happy all the time. That's right. just a straight up given. Right. I bring this up though, Sarah, because earlier on you were talking about vulnerability and how it, it doesn't it doesn't necessarily feel entirely safe for you to be intimate with people right now that are close to you. Um, and maybe a part of it is because you are constantly trying to find happiness when really, if you think about it, if you were to open yourself up more to people being vulnerable in other emotions, you know, maybe things that are a little less than happy, that that will actually bring you more happiness because to the extent that we suppress, and I know you know this, but to the extent that we suppress our sadness or frustration or anger or our loneliness, whatever, we also suppress our joy, our happiness and fulfillment. Mm-hmm. I definitely agree with that statement so much. Um, I think I definitely endeavor to be endeavor to be quite open with people and it's like there's very specific ways in which I'm not I think that that's where the self-curiosity comes in too is because the whole conversation today that I was having around you know intimacy with other people arose from just that real curiosity of of self and what's present because it was kind of I was riding on the that high that I was talking about of like oh things are going right things are going sweet which they are and then the moment I started doing that I'm like and what am I bypassing here like what is it that I'm not that I'm not looking at what where where is the place because it's not all peaches so where is the place that that I'm Right. Okay. But let me stop you because do you, see, do you see how you're trying to look and find for happiness, but when the happiness is there, you're not fully embracing it. Your mind is looking towards what's going to go wrong next. What's when is something going to topple? I almost feel like that is the antidote to not having the topple, like just just like kind of remaining in curiosity 
as opposed to like riding on the laurels of something and then getting stagnant and just uh, mm -hmm. like having it creep into a bigger thing or I don't know. Okay. But I'm finding that conversation within myself of like, how do I be more intimate with people that are important to me? How do I be more vulnerable to people that are important to me? You can also ask yourself, how can I be more intimate with myself first? Mm -hmm. Because you're looking for that intimacy with other people, right? Mm -hmm. But a big reason why you're not feeling it is because you're not building that intimacy within yourself, whatever that looks like for you. Mm. I love that. Mm. And that could also be the same as safety. Intimacy is safe. So interesting how like a conversation about singing sparked this. Like, yeah. Well, I'd like to ask you why you think that is. I don't want to give you the answers. I want you to ponder on that. Why do you think singing is connected to this? It's, I think, I don't know, the word that just came into my head is like just embodiment. It's not like a specific, it's like, it's just like embodiment, just like, just being with all of it. Being like in your all, body. All, all at once, like all in, all, all in the, like the body, the intimacy, the, with the self, the, the like the whole aspect, like creating that resonance, just embodiment. Beautiful. So what it yeah. sounds to me is that it gets you in your body, which therefore gets you into deep presence. Yeah. With yourself. And I can, and I can feel myself like when I'm doing it, like when I'm practicing, I can feel that it is a stretch because I can feel myself kind of like coming in and out of presence. Like it's not, it's not something that is yet sustainable. It's like my, it's like the, it's like a lot, like logically, sorry. I just said like logically, I've thought a million times. <laughs> logically. I've connected so much over time but when I go to put it in that singular active practice it's like I can feel the shifting in and out sounds to me the shifting in and out it sounds to me like you're expanding something inside of yourself yeah like I don't know I don't know how many sing songs I am away, but I don't know there's this like kind of there's this feeling that I imagine I'll have like when I sing a song beginning to end with that like embodied resonance. Just would you be just, willing would you be willing to stretch yourself a little bit with me? with your voice and knowing that this is a completely safe container and I'm here seeing you in your expansion. 
and honoring you for the presence that you're creating in your body. And it can be anything. It doesn't have to be a full song. You can even close your eyes if you need to. Just having someone witness you in this, I think would be really um, a great way for you to embody it more. Yeah. I'm gonna say yes and just have a moment. Take all the time you need, my love. <laughs> all the time you need. I'm just here holding that space for you. Wise men say only fools rush in, but I, <clears throat> but I can help falling in love with you. beautiful I loved seeing you in that you know why I loved seeing you in that you were smiling you were moving you were feeling you were so present thank you so much for challenging me to do that I at like some point in our conversation my mind said, I really hope she doesn't realize that I would be terrified to sing. <laughs> and then you're like, would you sing in front of me? And I'm like, ah, fuck. And yeah. there we go. <laughs> you see how I call onto that energy? The somatic case. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but you know what? This is why I wanted you to do this with me in this moment because if you're talking about like wanting to get more into your embodiment with singing that means you gotta put that in your body like it's one thing to just talk about something like oh yeah singing would be really really nice to feel more embodied but then to start act to actually do it and then have someone witness you in that is when you're going to start to feel that confidence embodied more and more within you i'm so proud of you now i know now I know why we're having this conversation. Tell because me why. Last week, I went to my singing lesson. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm going to practice all week. And then I sang like one time. And then I, you know, came yeah. yesterday uh, or today. I went to my second one. But I was kind of going, okay, like, there's another, you know, it's another thing to put in the schedule. It's another, whatever. Like, I mean, but like, 
what is it? It's like three minutes to sing a song, four minutes to sing a song, maybe yeah. 10. If you do, if I, if I was a really good student and I did all the warm ups beforehand, yeah. you know, like all the vocal gym kind of stuff beforehand. And then I sang, it would literally be 10 minutes of my day. And one of the things that, um, has been really, really huge for me in the last like couple years is not willing myself to do things like mm. not doing things out of obligation or should, like I should practice five days a week. That's what I should do. Like that, <laughs> that is bullshit for me. Like it doesn't yeah. work. Like it is, it is a fast track way for me to drop it like a hot potato because yeah. it's really it really be quickly becomes not about joy it becomes about obligation and it just like it doesn't work for me so I'm like okay but now like this whole conversation has like has helped me understand and have so much clarity around what was actually calling me to it like now that 10 minutes of day isn't going to be vocal exercises and a song that I feel iffy about that 10 minutes a day is going to be like a hit workout for embodiment. Exactly. Which is what you're wanting to create. The fact that you know how you want to feel is mm -hmm. why the singing came into your life. Maybe you didn't necessarily know you wanted to do the singing until recently, but because you want to be more embodied, singing was like, oh, here, I'm going to present myself to you. This is what's going to give you that more of that feeling. And then yeah. here you are being completely committed to it because it's not something you have to feel like you're pressured to do. It's something that you get to do. You get to do because it's the feeling you're calling into your life. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah, exactly. And also, I think the other way that I will bring this in is I think I'm going to share with my husband my insights on this because he really loves it when I join him in singing. And, and I think that that will like, it'll just inspire him to in fight me more to do it too and just realize that it's something it's something really nice we can just do together um and maybe in like a month and a half or so I might try to like get a song that I like that I'll do at karaoke and then maybe one song that I don't know that I like it that I know, but like I haven't practiced. Here we go. Actually, I'll do a song now in a month and a half, which would be, be like, we got here like end of June, so July, like mid August ish, before okay. the kids go back to school. Before the kids go back to school, I will do a song at karaoke, not necessarily the one that I practiced. I love it. You just gave yourself your own assignment for self-growth. 
Yeah. I'm so proud of you. Mm. Amazing. Amazing. That feels, that feels super doable, right? Like, and it doesn't throw me into like a panic spiral of like, oh my God, I got to do this next week. And I really don't want to. And it's just like, no, I get a chance to like, I get a chance to like play with that instrument and really enjoy that instrument. And then, and then jump into doing something that's just a bit challenging that people do when they're drunk all the time. So whatever. (laughs) I challenge you. I challenge you to do it sober. I don't know if you drink, but I challenge you to <laughs> go full sober with that because, okay. because then you're really being in your full expression. But if, if you're drinking alcohol, you're, 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 you're kind of masking that, you know what okay. I mean? I'll have um, to drink after I sing. <laughs> as a celebration. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and awesome. I just want to, I want to tie this all up with you here and wrap it back to the intimacy with other people because don't don't think I forgot about that because that's how this session started mm-hmm. well it really started with singing but I felt like the intimacy came up a lot and it, it's really important to you so as you're as you're doing these times to sing 10 minutes a day right the more you do that think about, or even just embody how that feels to do that with other people, right? So you're first and foremost, you are doing it for yourself. And the more you do it, the more your body is going to feel comfortable to open its heart up to other people, right? Mm -hmm. So maybe also keep that intention in mind as you're practicing, that this is a way for me to get closer to people and really just let myself be seen and loved and like celebrated for the joy that I'm creating. Yeah. Keep that intention close too, right? And celebrate in the joy. In the joy. Like, just yeah. like in the joy. Yeah. Just pretty like soon you're going to be, pretty soon you're going to be singing for your friends. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. I'm so happy for you. This was oh, fun. thank you, thank you so much for that. That was like, yeah, thank, that was so. That went in lots of like different places, and it just it tied in so beautifully. Yeah. And I'm really glad that you like. I mean, how divine that you were a singer. I know. The moment right? like, you brought up singing, I was like, oh, this is my ideal client. <laughs> like, keep talking. singers only please yeah, yeah, yeah. sometimes I think about it I'm like I should only do like a musician coaching group programmers no I'm, I don't know I really don't think about that but I love love talking to other musicians and singers and people wanting to get into it because it is such a beautiful way to really just get into your self-expression mm-hmm. it really is you know and um I also just want to uh, celebrate you for showing up in your embodiment with me today and singing a song for me yeah Good thank job. you so much for holding the space and uh and being the guide and just You're being welcome. that mirror being that mirror that like helped um just play with all of it I'm just yeah. reflecting back to you what is already within <laughs> beautiful Good job, Sarah. Awesome. That was fun. We covered a lot in this call, 
from intimacy with others to intimacy with ourselves. There was a lot of talk about her singing lessons on there and how that's really been lighting her up, expanding her, and allowing her to grow into her embodiment, which is ultimately what she wants to cultivate more of, is just feeling fully present and alive in her body. And once she got clear on that feeling, singing lessons just came into her ether and was like, hey, you want to try me out? I can really get you embodied. (laughs) And it's just really so incredible what can happen when you focus on an intention and how you want to feel in that intention. That's when manifestations come to you and, and surround you. Because what you think might give you a certain feeling might not be the case, right? Maybe, maybe she thought that, um, the first thing that popped into my head was golfing. Maybe one day she woke up and she was like, you know what? I think it would be really good for me to start taking up golfing. But then she's not focusing on why she even wants to do it. She's just like, I want to try this because... My brother does it, uh, my, my friends are into it, maybe I'd be into it, right? But then she, hypothetically, goes into her first golfing session, goes into the second one, goes into the third one, and only to realize it's not fulfilling her. It's not giving her the feeling that she is desiring in her life. So that's why it's so, 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 so important to get clear on what we want to feel, what we want to embody more of, because that's when the physical offerings and gifts and magic come into our lives. And it, it's just that much easier to explore it, right? Because you got clear on your intention and, and what you want that to bring for you. So I loved this session so much because there was a lot of talk about seeing involved and We also tied that into how that practice of singing correlates into other aspects of her life. Because I was like, you know, you, you, you heard me. I told her at the end, I was like, don't you think I forgot about the intimacy that you brought up multiple times in this session and how important it is for you to build more intimacy with your loved ones, your friends. And we explored that within her, which there again led into why she started singing, because there's an intimacy to it. There's an embodiment. There's a, there's, there's like an aliveness, right? And then I had her do the embodiment practice and that really opened her up more to be intimate with herself. And then realizing that she was intimate with another person is huge. And, you know, one of the biggest things that comes up a lot in, um, in in calls with clients is how you do one thing is how you do everything else in your life, right? It's the it's the energy <laughs> behind it, right? Like if you are unhappy and unfulfilled in your job, like in your in whatever workforce you're in, chances are there's a good chance that that energy is probably bleeding into your relationships or your home life, your personal life. 
and you don't even realize it. So it's about bringing consciousness to the subconscious and realizing why we do the things that we do. And if we're not happy with the things that we do, how can we start making changes? Baby steps, one day at a time, consistent changes to bring in new life, bring in new healthy habits into our lives. And I'll just end it by saying this. Do you notice that there are moments in life where some things just fall into place beautifully, the way you want it, the way you desire, all at once, like in all different aspects of your life? And then there's also moments in life where everything just feels like it's falling apart. Everything just feels like nothing is working out for you. At least that's what it appears to be. That doesn't happen for no reason. It's not a coincidence that when you get aligned and you get your intentions clear and take action, that that's when beautiful things come to you all at once. Nothing is too good to be true. Nothing is a coincidence. You are the conscious creator of your own reality. And you have a choice in every moment of how you want to live it. Thank you so much for tuning into this coaching call today. If you got value out of it, if there was a, maybe a big aha moment or just a, a takeaway, I would love to hear what that was for you in a short review on Apple Podcasts. Share the medicine with everyone else. That's a really great way to get the podcast more known, um, found easier, and that we can all share in this empowerment together just through your simple short review. Thank you so much, and I will see you on the next episode. Let me know if there's anything that is percolating in the back of your mind or on your heart that you want to hear on this podcast, and let me know. You can always find me on Instagram as well at tracysabo underscore coaching. Until next time, stay empowered. Hey, sweet one. Thanks for tuning in today. If you'd like to stay connected with me and this community for more exclusive content like special offerings, meditations, breathwork, and embodiment videos, then sign up in the show notes to become a part of the Empowered Email Community. If you are interested in working with me as a private client for coaching, you can book your free clarity call for my six-month mentorship in that same link. My one-on-one program is an intimate and safe container with me where we dive deep into your subconscious and shift paradigms so you can actually create a life you love on your own terms. If you found value in this episode, I love hearing your takeaways in a short review on Apple Podcasts. And if you're an active listener, you have the option to support the podcast with a monthly contribution. Whether it's by writing a review or giving what you can, you are helping other magical humans like yourself find this magical community. Thank you for being here. You are in the right place. 
you are in the empowered place.